Some people don't want you to heal from your childhood trauma. You probably noticed this. While there are all kinds of great people out there working for solutions and supporting people who want to recover from the effects of abuse and neglect, there are a lot right in our midst who want you, who think they need you to stay damaged and to stay a victim forever. I'm Anna Runkle, also known as the Crappy Childhood Fairy. And in this video, I want to help you armor yourself against discouragers, naysayers, and slayers who see your progress or learn about your efforts to heal or get a glimpse of the hope you feel about changing the limitations and symptoms that have held you back, and they want to take you down. I'm here to tell you that this kind of negativity is common. It happens all the time to anyone who takes a big step up, and healing your childhood trauma is probably the biggest step up you can ever take. And your progress depends on you developing a healthy detachment from it and persevering with optimism and confidence in your recovery from childhood PTSD. I'm telling you, the voice of the inner critic and the residual hopelessness of your past is plenty to deal with. And you don't need anybody to set you straight or knock you down a peg. It's just smart. It's realistic to believe that, yes, healing is possible. It might be incremental, but you can do it. Now, why would people want to stop you from saving your own life like that? I'll tell you some of the reasons I've seen. Basically, if you heal, it messes up a whole lot of people's paradigm. Believing that childhood trauma is intractable, it's a life sentence, it dooms us to sickness and depression and poverty is a protection of sorts. People who are very hurt and fragile sometimes need to be super careful about believing anybody who comes along and tells them, hey, I've got something good. And they've been tricked before. You know, they've been manipulated. They are not yet in a place where they can trust their judgment. So if you come along and say, hey, I've been working on myself and I'm getting this wonderful new perspective and I'm feeling hopeful, it can scare them. It can scare people in person and people online. And you start getting these nasty comments. To some people, like just any kind of hope or any kind of alternative vision feels like not just BS and manipulation, but also that you're invalidating them. And they believe usually wrongly, but understandably that they, they have to push back and make you stop saying that. They want to even help you by telling you the truth, right? You know this, right? Having hope has not always been safe for any of us. You can be exploited when you feel hopeful. So it's not crazy for them to think that. Traumatized people have often had their perceptions damaged. They can't tell a trustworthy person from an abuser. And it's horrible when your trust is abused. You think you can't trust anything. So that's a big part of healing from CPTSD is gaining back your powers of perception and discernment so you can sense red flags about people who are out to hurt you. Or more commonly, people who just don't get it. They're giving you advice that might apply to them, but it's just nonsense for you. When you have CPTSD, it can be a very different set of criteria. And not everyone who had trauma as kids responds to the same approaches to healing. And I think that's been the experience for a lot of us as we sought help for healing the effect of trauma, the depression, the anxiety, relationship problems, isolation. But if you're watching this video, then at least you are someone who's trying to get information and learn. You get kudos for that. You decide whether you want to use this information or any information, right? The best kind of healing teaches you to use your best judgment 
and apply lessons to your situation. I mean, that's what healing is, discernment. So the same way that you should filter anything I tell you, because it's just my experience, right, is the same filter you should use on people who discourage your healing. That's their experience and their system for handling life when it's hard. You don't have to let it in. And when you like the information and you think it's useful, you can, you know, let it in a little more. We all know people who cling to an identity as a victim, and there's almost always some truth in it. We have been victimized, and we all do it from time to time. But when other people do it, it's easy to see that with all that focus on what happened, how damaging it was, and sometimes how much people who tried to help have you know, let us down, it's easy to see that someone in that negative space is missing a lot of other information like other possibilities, ways that they might have the power to heal. And it's really hard to be around that kind of negativity because, well, first, people like this can be really mean. And we've all been there in that lashing out place. But what happens is a person has been hurt so much by other people that they think the bad feeling inside is always because of other people or specifically because of the person standing right in front of them when it's you. And here's the thing, when someone in that bad place sees you, you're kind of shiny and glowing because good things are happening for you, because you're sharing a message of hope, they compare themselves to you and then feel badly about themselves. And because this isn't really on a conscious level, it's just kind of grooved into their thinking at this point. They think that you're the one making them feel bad. You say your experience and they hear it as invalidation of their experience. They can't hear the difference. They can't hear that your positive state is not an evaluation of their negative state. They're in too much pain to separate the two enough to even be glad for you, and they definitely can't learn from you. And when this happens, what should you do? Probably just get away from them. If you're very, very advanced, you can try to give them a little acknowledgement and validation, not putting them down, but just understanding the hopeless feeling they have and not trying to change it for them. If you try to encourage someone who's really, really invested at that moment with proving that they're stuck, that it was that bad, that they have no choice, then your encouragement can feel like invalidation. Sometimes the best thing you can do is just acknowledge you heard them, that you understand that you felt that way before, but it is a form of discretion not to go pushing solutions on people, even when you know perfectly well what would help them. Because honestly, we don't know. It feels like we know, but we don't always know. And sometimes people need to be where they are and they can't really be receptive until you know life brings them to that point. The best time to give people support and help is when they're asking you for advice. That is another story. In any case, people with CPTSD, including you, including me, we're sensitive to discouragement. We're sensitive to encouragement and we're sensitive to discouragement. And I mean, look at how we got CPTSD in the first place, right? There was a lot of discouragement. And yet the people who encouraged us, those people are the key factors in whatever amount of resilience we managed to get. Do you know about resilience? Some people go through X amount of trauma and it destroys them and others kind of do okay. And that's what we call resilience. It's never too late to develop your resilience. And this means sticking with people who encourage you and staying away from people who discourage you. Don't even fight those naysayers. You can tell them kindly that you understand how they feel and then remove yourself. And believe me, I've had to do this all my life. And especially now putting my story and my thoughts out on YouTube, you've probably seen it. 
People will say the meanest, most judgy, condemning, yucky things. Last week, I posted a video that prompted a string of unsubscribes. Uh, there was a subset of people who didn't like it, and they said horrible things. And you know what? I'm so glad they're gone. It makes this community safer for you and for me. And it's it wasn't even that many people, but it helps to make it safer to get people who are hostile you know, out of the community because many of you are here pouring out your hearts in the comments and I read them and it's beautiful. And I especially love when you guys support each other and give each other validation. That's a very powerful thing. And it's amazing that we can do that all around the world through the internet. This is a community of kindness and mutual support for you and for me. And we can allow each other to have different experiences and not have to compare ourselves or take each other down and I don't want a bunch of attackers out there who are comparing themselves and threatening you. Now, I don't always see the comments that come way down in the threads that you guys create. So if someone's ever being abusive or trying to tell you that you're screwed and you're never going to get better, you can tell them off. You have my permission or you can tell me. And sometimes I'll have a word with them or I'll just remove their comment or I'll remove the person from the community. I don't like to do it actually, but it's better than people getting hurt when they come to the very place that they've come for comfort and healing, which is here on this channel. One of the ways that you can arrest those dark thoughts is to intentionally share thoughts that might help other people. And I'm talking about encouraging comments. If somebody says they're having a hard time, you can give them a comment and just say, hey, I'm sending you hugs or um, I know what you're talking about. It's hard. You would be amazed how much power you have to lift other people's spirits on the other side of the planet with your encouragement. And if you're struggling with negativity and dark thoughts, I'm going to recommend really strongly that you check out the techniques that I teach that I use for dealing with that, for calming your mind, for developing more of a clear channel to be free and to be yourself and to know what to do with yourself each day so that you can be happy and moving forward with your healing. It's called The Daily Practice, and I'll put a link below in the description section. I do that in most videos, along with some other resources that I think you might find helpful. So put up your invisible shield against all the haters and discouragers and critics who would try to amplify the hurts that you've already got in you and convince you that this is all you are. You are so much more than this. You are more than your trauma. What happened to you is real, but it doesn't define you. Thank you so much for listening. If you love my content, think about joining my membership program. You can find out more information about that and all my courses and coaching programs at crappychildhoodfairy.com. Remember, healing is possible. People with childhood PTSD can have a wonderful life. Sometimes we just need a few workarounds. I'll see you next time.